You're listening to the Busy Business Women podcast, episode 63. And today I am celebrating my 13th business birthday with you. So in this episode, I'm going to share with you 13 standout lessons I've learned that have helped me feel the way that I do about my business. P.S. I love it and also get the results I've achieved. So let's get stuck right in. Hi, I'm Faye Hollands and I've been helping time-strapped women in business improve their productivity and profit for well over a decade now. And in this podcast, I want to share with you the highs and lows of growing a successful business so that you can avoid the pitfalls, fast-track your progress and build a business that booms faster. This is the Busy Business Women podcast. Hello, hello, hello. Faye here from busybusinesswomen.biz and I am super stoked you're joining me for episode 63. It's awesome to be back. There's been a little bit of a gap in between episodes and if you've been following me on the Instagram or Facebook, uh, you'll know why. Uh, But it's really, really good to be back and I'm particularly excited because today we are celebrating my 13th year in business which means 13 years of business blunders amongst lots of other things. And I always love to celebrate business birthdays because I think a lot of effort goes into running a business. So we should always celebrate those milestones that many, many don't actually achieve. So yes, 13 years ago, it was just little old me in my one bedroom apartment. I was single, footloose and fancy free, which is a whole nother story. And I was feeling really flippin' stoked that I had no one else to answer to other than myself. So I had absolutely no idea what I was doing, zero clients on my books and no plan on how I was going to replace my corporate income and pay the rent, which seems completely laughable now, but hindsight is a wonderful thing. So thankfully, I ignored my boss at the time who warned me against going solo. He was adamant that it was the worst mistake I could possibly be making. And with a bucket load of hope and I reckon a very delusional mind, I surged forward, proud as punch, that I could say I was my own boss. And, you know, that was because it was something I had wanted for so damn long. Now, a lot has gone wrong over those years, and I've never hidden the fact that my business nearly folded in the very early days. So as you can imagine, I've learned a fair bit during that time. And today I want to share with you three quick standout lessons that I reckon have made a really big difference to the way that I feel about my business, and the results that I've achieved over that time. So I'm going to take you through those now. Grab a pen and paper if you can, but I'd love to know what resonates with you. So do drop me a line and let me know how many of these you're doing and how many of these you still need to do, okay? All right, so number one, love it or ditch it. I reckon that running your own business takes a lot of all the things, the time, the effort, the energy, emotional input, you know, the list could go on and on and on. So for that reason, I really want you to make sure that you're loving what you do. If you've lost the passion for what you're doing or you're hating delivering certain services to your clients, for example, or hating creating certain products, then strongly consider ditching them. Or if you can't, Get them outsourced, get someone else doing it for you. But what I don't want you to do is wait until you've fallen out of love with your business because by then it's often too late. So please love it or ditch it. That is number one. Number two, I obviously had to get on to a rant about time. Number two is don't squander your time. 
As you know, if you've been listening to me for a while, time is the most important thing you and I have in our businesses and our lives right now, and it always will be. So I want you to make sure that you know how to use your time really, really well. Learn what to spend your time on so that your business grows and be really honest with yourself about when you're wasting it, procrastinating or just simply faffing around. You're going to get much, much further in your business the sooner you can take your time really seriously and manage it well. When you spend your time smartly, you'll start to see your business boom, I promise you. Okay, number three is to stop collecting. Don't be a hoarder, okay? I want you to stop signing up for everything you come across and stop kidding yourself that those freebies are going to be the secret to your success. They won't. And look, I have a multitude of different freebies that I offer and that you can sign up for, but I still stand by this point. I want you to back yourself. Get help in the form of a coach, a mentor, a course, a mastermind, and fast track your success. You know, piecing together all of these tidbits of free stuff is by far the slowest way you'll ever learn. And we all know that it's much more likely to gather virtual dust than anything useful. So please don't be a hoarder. Stop collecting stuff and kidding yourself it's going to be the game changer. Invest in yourself and back yourself and get proper help. You will fast track your success and your business significantly quicker, I promise you. Okay, number four is divide and conquer. Please promise me, because this was a real big difference for me, that you will pay yourself regularly and I highly recommend weekly. And then what I want you to do is siphon off money every single week for your super, your tax and your bass into a separate bank account, ideally one that you can't reach or are not going to have the temptation to go into. You're going to feel so damn good not having to stress about meeting those financial commitments when payment time comes around. So get really disciplined about doing that. Don't use that money and learn how to make sure that those pockets of money are going into a separate account so that you can trust yourself, that you can follow those, meet those commitments when the time comes around. Okay, number five, I want you to get organized online. Now, I can't believe that this point is actually making my list today because I am such a pen and paper girl. But over the last six months or so, I've moved completely away from my gazillion journals and notepads, shock horror. And I am so much more streamlined now that I have all of my projects, plans, follow-ups and to-dos in Trello, which is my software of choice. Now, it doesn't matter which system you use to do that, but just find a platform that suits you and get organized really, really well. Number six is to ask, ask and ask again. Since I started my Shine Tribe three years ago, I've been blown away by how many people are willing to help, are willing to collaborate and are willing to share freely. And it's reinforced once again what I've been saying for years, that asking is one of the most underutilized strategies out there in business and in fact in all areas of life. So if there's something that you want, don't be slow to ask for it. Ask for sales, ask for clients, ask for help, ask for joint ventures. You get the drift, right? Ask, ask, ask. Please don't hold yourself back. The worst that can happen is you will get a no. And I know that you already know that that just leaves you where you are at the moment. You've lost nothing. So please don't keep your business at a standstill because you're too afraid to ask. 
Get out of your comfort zone and do it. From my experience, you will move on leaps and bounds by being open to just asking some simple questions. Okay, number seven, be you. Don't build a business pretending to be someone other than who you really are. It's exhausting. And I've talked about this a lot before, but it absolutely has to play a part in these three top standout lessons. I want you to stay true to yourself. Find the clients that love you the way that you are and stop playing safe by trying to be something to everyone. There will always be people who don't like your style, don't like your approach, your face, your hair, blah, blah, blah. And as the saying goes, that's their business, not yours. Okay. So you do you be the way that you are to be successful. And that way you'll attract the clients that actually like you rather than something you're trying to pretend to be. Okay. Okay. Number eight is create an experience. Take the time to create a real experience for your clients rather than simply a transaction. You know, when you make them feel special and unique, they're much more likely to buy from you again, refer you to others and talk about you positively, which is PR gold that money simply can't buy. And this is when marketing becomes really enjoyable when you have a flow of leads coming through simply because other people love what you do, you've created an experience for them and they want their friends and family and colleagues and network to know about you. So create an experience so that people will refer other ideal clients to you. Number nine is find your focus. I want you to invest time into planning what you're going to focus on each week and each month and then map out the steps you need to take to get there. Now, I know that planning can sound boring, but when you find your focus, it's a brilliant boost for your motivation and the results you want are significantly more likely to follow. So spend some time mapping out where you're going, find your focus and then get excited about how your motivation and results will really pick up from there. Number 10 is to automate as much as possible. I want you to push past the clunkiness of not knowing how to do something and find ways to automate your business as much as you possibly can. So think about getting your social media scheduled so you don't have to think about posting or set up your email campaigns so that they're ready to rock. Remove as many manual touch points as possible from your sales process and maybe install a calendar schedule so that you don't have to play email tennis with prospective clients. You know, there are endless options nowadays, so don't be slow to investigate and really then install them. They will save you so much time and from my experience will also save you sanity. So please look at where you can automate as many things as possible in your business and you will thank me for it, I promise you. All right, number 11 is build your tribe. Now it's very easy these days to stay stuck behind a computer and kid yourself that you're connecting with people online. Now, whilst your online network is definitely super important and I'm certainly not saying it's not, there's nothing quite like building true connections with people in person. I know that coronavirus has made a lot that a lot more difficult for all of us, but I don't want that to be the reason that you disconnect. So I really want to encourage you to push yourself forward and have real conversations, catch up with people in person where you can, obviously say so socially distant and start to forge new relationships that can really add a rich and invaluable layer to your business. I know for me, when I've spent time and effort and energy building up my tribe and my network, 
It's been such a huge success and a a big value add to my business. And I don't want you to miss out on that. So don't stay stuck behind your computer. Get out and start meeting people offline. Number 12 is to quit the smoke and mirrors. If things aren't going well in your business or you're struggling to deal with something, please promise me you'll talk to someone. I don't want you to pretend that it's okay, all right? So don't put your head in the sand. That rarely makes business problems go away from my experience. I want you to make sure that you're reaching out to your network, talking to your tribe and having honest conversations about what is going on. You know, some of my most valuable and powerful developments in business over the last 13 years have definitely been because I've told someone I trusted that I was having a tough time in my business and that maybe I didn't know what to do next to make that, get rid of that challenge or make that problem better. And the advice they gave me provided a critical stepping stone that allowed me to move forward and to stop staying stuck. So yes, you're going to feel vulnerable and you're probably going to feel really flipping uncomfortable, but nothing ever comes from sitting in your comfort zone, right? So please make sure that you're not putting up a facade and saying that everything is okay. Pick your person and go talk to them and find someone that's in your corner and has your back because that simple, possibly uncomfortable conversation could really be a turning point in your business. And it absolutely has been for me over recent years. And finally, number 13 is to celebrate the small wins. At the start of every single coaching call, group coaching session I run, I ask my clients what their wins have been over the last week or so. The reason I do that is because being your own boss can be really bloody tough at times and it's very easy to lose sight of the things that you've done well and the micro wins that you've had in amongst the struggle, the stress and all of that all of that responsibility. But the small wins are so important and they, I believe they can really make the difference between whether you continue to make progress in your business or you potentially ditch your business altogether. So even if you don't have a coach to nudge you, I want you to make sure that you ask yourself every Friday, what wins have I had this week? And then go celebrate them. And whether that's with wine, cheese, putting up a social media post, celebrating your wins, high fives with your family, diamonds, you know, whatever floats your boat, but make sure that you celebrate the small wins. Now, talking to celebrating, you might be wondering what I'm doing to celebrate this birthday milestone. Well, I put together this podcast and wrote my email post for this from my daughter's bedside in hospital. And if you're familiar with our story, um, very unfortunately, my eldest daughter, who's nine and a half, Charlie, was diagnosed with leukemia about six weeks ago. So I've been spending a lot of time in Sydney Children's Hospital. And so for me today is you know, it's not the environment that I thought it would be. Uh, But the win for me is recognising that I've built a business that runs successfully without me having to be in it every single day. And one where I can continue to serve my clients and community really well without compromising the needs of my family. So that gives me a huge sense of relief right now and frankly beats any other awards hands down. So that is what I'm reflecting on to celebrate getting to 13 years of business. Now it certainly hasn't been easy to get to this point but I'm really flipping stoked I'm still here and I am really thrilled that you came along for the ride. So thank you so much for being here and so much for being a part of this podcast and listening. I really appreciate you and you flipping rock. So that brings me to the end of today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed these standout lessons. 
If you have, please head over to iTunes and leave me a review. That will help this podcast get heard by many more business owners just like you who might get value from these lessons. So please share the love. And if you'd like to hang out with me some more and see what I'm getting up to and what's going on in the world of busy businesswomen, as well as getting a lot more tips to help you build a business that booms, please head over to Facebook and Instagram. I'm at Busy Businesswomen and you can also find a whole heap of biz building gold over on my website at busybusinesswomen.biz. So thank you so much for tuning in today. I always appreciate you listening to my podcast. I will be back again very, very soon with more inspiration to help you build a productive and profitable business. But until then, I'm Faye Hollands and you've been listening to the Busy Businesswomen podcast.